0: Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded February 18th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvasina, head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. This week in the podcast, we dig a little deeper into the Russia-Ukraine conflict from an equity market perspective. Three big things you need to know. First, U.S. public companies haven't been talking about geopolitics or Russia-Ukraine much recently, but the conversation is starting to pick up. Second, RBC's U.S. equity analysts see the potential for slowing growth or recession in Europe, higher energy prices and potential impacts on supply chains as the most relevant challenges for their industries if an invasion occurs. And third, we continue to believe that geopolitical problems emanating from Russia, Ukraine is a key risk for the U.S. equity market in coming weeks and months. If you'd like to hear more, here's another six minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can find this podcast on Apple and other major platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one. US public companies haven't been talking about geopolitics or Russia-Ukraine much recently, but the level of conversation is starting to pick up. As we've reviewed S&P 500 earnings call transcripts for 4 q reporting season, one thing that's jumped out to us has been how little companies have been talking about geopolitics and the potential for Russia to invade Ukraine, a risk to markets and the global economy that our commodity strategy team has been highlighting for the past few months. We've put together a fascinating chart showing the number of times geopolitics has been mentioned in S&P earnings calls since 2014. The level of conversation has been quite low in recent quarters relative to pre-pandemic trends, but it's also been starting to move up over the past few months. Corporate America and U.S. equity investors are starting to pay more attention to this issue, but we're still probably early days in terms of understanding its implications. Among the S&P 500 and Russell 3000 companies that have discussed Russia and Ukraine since the start of the year, commentary has mostly focused on monitoring the issue, the idea that this is a risk adding to caution in their outlook, and highlighting the ability to manage through any operational disruptions, sanctions, impact to workforce, and FX implications. Some companies have noted that Russia and Ukraine are small end markets, while others have highlighted challenges due to commodity exposure for things like natural gas, corn, and aluminum. Moving on to takeaway number two. Our U.S. equity analysts see the potential for slowing growth or recession in Europe, higher energy prices, and potential impacts on supply chains as the most relevant challenges for their industries if a Russian invasion does occur. Earlier this week, we conducted a survey of RBC's U.S. equity analysts to gauge their thoughts on how the industries they cover might be impacted by this issue. The first question we asked was how worried our analysts would be about the outlook for the industry they cover if Russia does invade Ukraine. 29% told us that they were a little worried or very worried, while 50% told us that they were not worried at all or were just not very worried. We averaged their industry scores by sector and found that broadly speaking, the least worry resides in energy and REITs, while the most worry resides in staples. That being said, most sectors had at least one industry where our analyst was a little or very worried. Our second question asked the analyst to tell us which adverse impacts would be relevant to their industries. Those that were relevant to the greatest number of analysts were end market exposure to Europe, energy prices, and supply chain impacts. Non-energy commodities like corn and aluminum and the potential for corporate customer-consumer sentiment erosion also gathered a fair number of votes, but these two issues were clearly viewed as less relevant than the other three. Very few thought direct end market exposure to Russia and Ukraine was a big concern. In our analyst survey, we also gave our team a chance to elaborate on how this geopolitical conflict might impact their view, to simply tell us what they thought about it. Many of those in the not very worried or not worried at all camps tended to cite the positive impact of higher commodity prices. This was a very prevalent theme in our materials and energy coverage, or noted limited exposure to European and or Russian Ukrainian end markets or the commodities caught in the crosshairs. Others simply noted that derivative impacts from the crisis would not be particularly material to the outlook of their companies. Meanwhile, those describing themselves as a little worried or very worried tended to focus on the negative impacts due to exposure to energy prices, their European end market exposure, and the potential for exacerbated challenges on supply chains and inflation, which they worried could end up pressuring margins in the back half of the year. One analyst who covers financials also worried that the potential for an even more exacerbated inflation pressure would contribute to even greater Fed hawkishness, which could in turn end up harming the U.S. economy and his sector. I'll wrap up with takeaway number three. We continue to believe that geopolitical problems emanating from Russia-Ukraine is a key risk for the U.S. equity market in the coming weeks and months. We've been optimistic that the Fed is priced in, the economy will remain strong, and investor sentiment has bottomed, and we've stuck with our year-end 2022 S&P 500 price target of 5050 That's still our call today, but we do consider a worsening of tensions around Russia-Ukraine to be an important downside risk to our view that we've simply got to monitor closely. Given the likelihood that the U.S. would respond to an invasion with sanctions, we've increasingly come to believe that the U.S.-China trade war that broke out in 2018 may provide a good point of comparison, though it's admittedly also an imperfect one since Russia is a far less important trading partner to the U.S. than China. But on this point, it's still interesting to go back and see how the conversation about geopolitical risk progressed in 2018. Back in March of 2018, when Gary Cohn resigned from his role in the White House over a disagreement with Trump's decision to impose steel and aluminum tariffs on China, very few S&P companies were talking about geopolitics, according to our transcript analysis. That changed in a big way in the summer of 2018 as the level of conversation on geopolitics rose sharply. After festering for several months, China trade war concerns eventually contributed to a growth scare in the S&P 500 late in 2018 when the index fell nearly 20% peak to trough. That potential for longer-term festering, simmering tensions in the background, is something we worry could weigh on equities for a period of time. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of industry analysts.